it might be a messy middle and that's where you like figure it out. Like each step at a time Mm -hmm. will give you a little bit more clarity of what you want. You don't want. And like, as long as you put your head down and stay steadfast in your faith to know that like God's going to lead you in the direction that will ultimately not only serve you, but serve him. And I think it's like, it, is kind of supposed to be messy and figure it out. Like we will find our voice along the way. And that's what ends up going away from the distractions because we end up just starting and getting over like the perfection mindset, which is where we get stuck so often. Hi, and welcome to the girl who can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, And I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hi, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Hope everyone is having a good week. And whether it's been a long week or a busy week or a slow week, I'm happy you're making time to tune into the episode. If you're new around here, welcome. Love to have you. And we have an amazing guest today. We have actually tried to record this like three times just because of life and technical issues. So you know how that works. But third times is a charm. So today we have Gianna Larios and we actually met at Via Church, which is the church I went to when I was living in California. And you guys, this girl, she just radiates so much joy and positive energy and her voice and everything. So I'm so happy I could get her on the show today and really just me get to know her a little bit more too. So I'll be learning along with you guys. And she leads worship at VIA. She helps lead the women's ministry there as well. And she also preaches on occasion. And also side note, this girl can sing. I'm not going to ask her to sing (laughs) on the show today. I mean, she can if she wants to, but just take my word for it. And she is also a wife to her husband, Benaya, who is an awesome leader in the church as well. And they have a three-year-old daughter, Lily Quinn, who is so cute and a little boy on the way. So, and on top of all that, she has her own wedding design business called Agape Gold Events. So clearly, as you guys can see, she has a very full plate and this girl just carries around so much purpose with everything that she does. And it's so evident. So again, I'm so excited that we can get here here today. So hi, Gianna, and welcome to the podcast. Hi. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. You made me sound so amazing. <laughs> Is there anything I missed? No, I think you got it all. Oh my gosh. That, that was a great intro. (laughs) Awesome. Well, you deserve it girl. So the first question I'm going to ask you is what is something that makes you feel like the girl who can, you know, 
easiest answer is definitely like God. Um, pretty much in everything that I do, I ask him whether I should do it first of all, and really find empowerment through him. I am a firm believer in I can't do anything really without him. And after God, honestly, just having the support behind me, whether it's my family, my husband, whatever, but I'm also like a go-getter type girl. So that's what makes me the girl who can like, because I just, I know I've been empowered to do it. Yeah. And you can definitely tell that's so evident in everything that you do. Like you are the girl who can of how you show up because who you're showing up with. And I think, which is, that is God. And I think that's, that's so powerful. So I'm glad that you opened up with that. And before we started recording, we were chatting and I sent you some questions um, beforehand and you said something that was really interesting and I wanted to bring it up. You said, you think being the girl who can means not taking no for an answer and being the girl who can, you believe comes with wild ambition, doing what makes you uncomfortable. And I love Mm -hmm. this. And I think I've said so often myself, when you're uncomfortable, sometimes that means you're going in the right direction. And can you just expand on this and maybe even share a time where you've practiced this mentality for yourself or when you stood up for something you knew to be the truth and not taking no for an answer. Um, And even if it might've not been the most popular thing, like to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so many things. Um, Especially like I would probably say in starting my business, it's like a scary thing to start a business in general. They always say it's easy to own a business, but it's hard to have one, like to maintain one. And that was scary to me. Like originally I was going in this with somebody else, one of my friends, but I just had such a vision for this. And I knew God had put it on my heart that I just had to like do what God's telling me to do. And I mean, look where we are now and it's going absolutely amazing. And of course me and that gal, we're still great friends, but, but it's just, you know, you just have to like go in the lane that God puts you rather than a lane that you're trying to create. And as far as like the taking no for an answer, uh, it's the compromise in where, you know, you're supposed to be. Um, and that's like a huge deal because you could be kind of doing what God told you to do, but you could be here when he's right here, you know, uh, like it could just be like totally still not where you're supposed to be. And I, I mean, I personally am that personality of, I don't take no for an answer. And sometimes I feel a little, little much, but, <laughs> but you know, like it's, I mean, that's where the ambition comes from and that's when things get done the way they're supposed to. And, yeah. oh, and as far as like being uncomfortable, that's, I mean, that's in every aspect of life. Like you think of a toddler, like when they're growing up, And they start to say things like, oh, my knees hurt, my elbows hurt. And it's because their body is growing and it's uncomfortable for them. And so it's the same thing, like when you're growing, whether it's spiritually or just in your life in general, as a person, usually the growth is pretty uncomfortable. And it's like, you don't want to be dealing with it. You want to take the easier way, but growth I've come to find there's not necessarily an easy way to do it. So you just got to go through it. Yeah. And I think what's crazy or what I'm kind of pulling from what you're saying is that sometimes we're the ones who say no, like, I think we can easily think of like, Oh, don't take no for an answer. Like somebody else is telling, you no. but sometimes God's calling us to do something. Mm -hmm. And we're the ones like sitting in that uncomfortability season. And it's like, well, 
I'm maybe you're the one saying no, like you're just, a, we get stuck in this fear sense and like the right. uncomfortable season where that's actually a place like sometimes when we're called to do something, it might not make sense or like it yeah. might be the most uncomfortable thing to do. And, and so lean into those things where you do feel like uncomfortable or there is a little bit of fear because that's like your bubble just trying to grow too. Yeah. I think that's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're so right with that. Like there's, and even me personally, like, because again, it goes back to like the fear aspect of it. Sometimes God tells you to do things that you don't want to do. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's just the reality of it. Like, you know, like, even though, you know, you're supposed to do it, it doesn't mean yourself wants to do it because it is like, sometimes kind of crazy, you know, and you are so right in that. Like it could totally be yourself, not just necessarily the people around you. And especially with starting a business, like you brought, you brought that up. Like that was your time where you mm-hmm. didn't take no for an answer. Maybe it was even like you were yourself for telling yourself, no, like, I don't know if I can yeah. do this and starting yeah. a business just takes someone to be bold and courageous. Mm-hmm. And I think when anybody is starting something new, especially a business, some, one of the hardest pieces to get over is just feeling equipped to do it. Like we yeah. fall yeah. into that imposter syndrome type of yes. situation oh of like gosh, yeah. looking around and that can lead to just like looking around, like, Oh, what are they doing? What is she doing? And then like, we start yeah. to lose a bit of our authenticity with it so and true. the courage and boldness essentially just kind of gets like stolen from us. And then, yeah. so how did you overcome like that perfection mindset when just trying to start your business? Yeah. So with the business that I have, um, I have a wedding business with like planning, coordinating and designing weddings and different events. And I wanted to start it for like years before I even met my husband. I was like, you know, like doing my friend's weddings or events or whatever. And I just always have liked that. And I was like, I'm definitely going to be doing this. I'm going to start a business. And I always like would start to look into how to do this or whatever, but I would never follow through. I would distract myself in ways like, okay, I'm just going to go to beauty school because that's easy. Did that. I was an esthetician for a little while. I was a hairstylist for a little while, like really distracting myself from what I really wanted to do. And then like, uh, when I was pregnant with my first baby, I was like, I'm going to stink and do this. I love this. And so I'm going to do it. And it was so crazy because like I had, I never really put it out there that that's what I wanted to do besides with my close friend, but it was so wild. Literally like a week after I decided this is going to happen. I didn't need confirmation. I already knew this is what it was to do. But one of my clients at the time emailed me and was like, Hey, I don't think you do like weddings or anything, but I'm getting married and I want, and I love like your style. I'm wondering if you'd be willing to do my wedding, never advertise, never put it out there. Maybe I mentioned it one or two times. Don't remember mentioning it to her, but she just had in her heart, I think Gianna could do something like this. And so that ended up being the first wedding that I did under my, I was like, well, this is happening. So let's like do it. And that was like the major confirmation. It was still so scary. And I was still figuring a lot of things out and um, all of that. Cause it just kind of like was thrown at me. 
and she was so gracious because obviously trial and error hello (laughs) but yeah that was like kind of like God throwing me out in the deep end in a good way you're gonna do this this is what I have for you and like great things are coming you know and I remember just like crying my husband like how is this happening like this is so cool. And before the wedding even happened, I had booked like multiple weddings. Like, I just don't, I still don't know to this day. And that just goes to show like when you're following what God has to say, you're not taking no from the, as an answer from yourself or from everyone around you and you work hard. It's all possible. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like, like God speaks to different people. And so like paying attention and staying open to like Mm -hmm. what people are like throwing at you to receive, because those things can matter. Like you went home and bawled your eyes out, like, how is this happening? And so it was something that, and you even said like, you, you always knew, like you always knew that was in your heart and that's something that you wanted to do in that creative space. And ultimately Mm -hmm. I think following a calling is something, especially a God-led calling is where you're using your gifts takes a lot of faith. And so what helped you kind of go away from those distractions and have such a bold faith to stay in obedience to this calling? Yeah, it's exactly what you said is faith because the Bible talks about faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. And I didn't see what this road would necessarily look like. I just knew I had to do it. So it was really like just taking the leap and going. That's what faith is. You're doing Mm -hmm. something that you can't see the end results, um, but you know that it's there. It's exactly that, like just going for it. Yeah. And it, it's hard. Like it's freaking hard. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, we're humans. Like we, we have like, naturally we have to die to our flesh every single day. And like your flesh isn't necessarily like you sinning against God or your neighbor or whatever. That's not like what the flesh means. Like it's just our desires trump everything else because we're just carnal beings, you know? our flesh a lot of times just doesn't want to go that way. And I think like with success too, with somebody that who owns a business or is trying to create things, like how do you keep faith at the forefront of your success? That is a good question. I mean, because anyone who owns a business or is starting one knows that you learn something new literally every day. None of us have this thing nailed down. I wish there was a perfect formula. It would have been a whole lot easier. (laughs) But yeah, I think that keeping faith, because one, I have to keep faith that this business will stay alive. Like, especially like in 2020, I did zero weddings, zero. And this was my full income. And somehow I was still making income. People were still booking in faith that they could have a wedding in God knows how long. And you never know what curveball is thrown at you. And I always tell my husband, I don't know how people do small, at least small businesses. I mean, I can only imagine like a big business, the weight on their shoulders, but your small business that like is your income, potentially someone else, a few other people's income as well, keeping it afloat, you know, like Target has no fear that they're going to stay afloat, but Agape Gold has to think about how are we going to stay afloat, you know? And 
This is like, if there was a picture of 2020, this was us, you know? And like a swimming up, swimming up. I forget it's the podcast. They can't see me. Oh yeah. But we're, we're swimming <laughs> yeah. She's upward, swimming, you, know? you guys. Yeah. And, um, and it's an upward battle every day, every day. It's like the best thing ever, but it's also the wildest thing ever. And even without a pandemic, you're kind of that way too. You just had to be put in turbo mode for, for the pandemic, but yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you were even saying like, it is, it's a wild ride. Like it is a day by day type of thing. Like you think of like you're swimming, you mm-hmm. literally are taking one stroke at a time. And that's yeah. what faith is just one day at a time. You don't have to have it all figured out and you shouldn't have it all figured out. Like we cannot yeah. see what God sees. And so, yeah. um, and with staying creative in your business, where do you get inspiration? Like how do you get inspired to create the things that you do in your wedding business? Um, and, but still remain true to you and who you are. Yeah. So I do definitely like look at what's going on around me, but like the way I like stay creative is I like, will try (laughs) things that maybe don't make sense together and I'll just do it and see how it goes. Um, I, it's kind of hard to say, like people say I have this distinct look, like in style design, whatever, which is so awesome. For some reason, I feel like I'm all over the place. I'm just like, (laughs) well, this looks great together. So let's just, let's do this. I think it looks great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And people are like, oh, I could tell that's you from a mile away, which is so funny because business is like pivoting. I don't know if I told you that Mm -hmm. I'm pivoting to like just design because that's like the true passion for, for this business. I love weddings, but my passion on the side of weddings is making them beautiful. And so finding like a style within that has been really fun (laughs) Um, because people have like trusted me with like the vision of their wedding and, you know, like you have to cater to different clientele, you know, with someone who says like, then I guess I have a distinct style, but still kind of searching for that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think that's so good too, because we don't have to have it figured out. And I think like you just saying that maybe will release some tension from somebody who wants to start a business or like feels like they need to have it figured out. I don't have it figured Mm -hmm. out when it comes to podcasting, you guys, like we're still, we, you did not see the 10 minutes that we were trying to figure out the technology (laughs) before we record. We're really bad at technology. I'm realizing, (laughs) but I think it's just like, it might be a messy middle and that's where you like figure it out. Like each step at a time mm-hmm. will give you a little bit more clarity of what you want. You don't want. And like, as long as you put your head down and stay steadfast in your faith to know yeah. that like God's going to lead you in the direction that will ultimately not only serve you, but serve him. And I think it's like, it is kind of supposed to be messy and figure it out. Like we will find our voice along the way. And that's what ends up going away from the distractions because we end up just starting and getting over like the perfection mindset, which is where Mm -hmm. we get stuck so often. And so, yeah, it's so, it honestly is really refreshing to hear like, well, I'm still kind of figuring it out. Like, yes, this podcast is called a girl who can, and I like to bring on people who are doing great things in their life. But like, as you can see, we don't have it all figured out and we are not supposed to, and Mm -hmm. you are still crushing it in 
you got through 2020. We all got through 2020 in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it, and people are saying they identify you in your form of design. Like they can spot you from a mile away. And that's, that's so amazing that you have kind of like that niche or people can um, spot you out. I think that's amazing. And with everything, Thing you're trying to like figure out and balance with being a business owner and a mom and a wife and a leader in the church. How do you manage balance and just boundaries with all that? Yeah. And I mean, another thing of figuring it out, I think I've gotten so much better at it, but I'm still working on the boundaries. I am a yes woman <laughs> for sure. So still working on that part. But as far as like balancing it all is like really my first ministry is my family and I have to put them at the forefront. Um, All three of them, almost three, two and a half, I guess. They're the most important thing to me that God gave them to me. And I'm so thankful to have them. But with that balance also comes sacrifice too. So I mean, they know what I do. I mean, my three-year-old, obviously, for example, I was in Yosemite for a three-day wedding this last week. She called me every day. You still in the mountains, you know, like in my heart, but she had the communication of like Mm -hmm. where I was and what was going on. And sometimes the balance part is like hard, but like me and Benaya have really like committed, like our family's important. But yeah, number one is family. And then we fit the puzzle pieces of everything else. We always make sure we have dinner together, even if it's for 30 minutes or whatever. And then we have allotted hours for things. He works for a big corporation and then I work for myself. So my hours are a little more flexible than his, but yeah. And then of course, like God at the center of all of that, that's very it's kind of easy in a sense to do the things I do for that, just because Lily goes wherever we go. So as far as like the schedule, even though it's busy, we're always together for the most part. And I think it's really been the grace of God that's like held it together in a healthy way. Obviously we're not perfect, but it's definitely the grace of God because I don't even, I still, that list that you just listed, I'm like thinking, oh my God, I do so many things. Like, how do I ever see my family? But I'm always with them. Like, I'm literally always with them. Lily's napping right now. But I ran to get a haircut while I did it, you know? So we just make it work. Yeah, I love that. You know? Yeah. And you, like you said, you're a yes person and you, you're like, oh my gosh, do I really do all those things? Like that's me type of thing. But what's so cool about like your answer, I think is that you have these foundations that you set for yourself. Like, you know, what is important? Like, yeah, I do ABCDFG, but I still know where my firm foundation is and that's my family and God. And so I think for anybody who's listening, like listen to that and take that away that like, yeah, boundaries might be a little like rough around the edges and we're figuring that out, but like know what your foundations are. Mm -hmm. And if you are trying to start a business or if you're trying to, whatever it might be and invest yourself and be a yes person, um, what are Mm -hmm. your foundations? Cause ultimately those foundations are going to help you be successful in whatever you do and show and help you be productive in the long Mm run. And Um, when it comes to knowing like your voice, I know like you're a singer too, or you're involved in like the, the worship team at VIA, um, Mm -hmm. 
just in terms of finding your voice, not like in a, in a singer aspect, but just like a you aspect, um, Mm -hmm. how are you able to continue to be, continue to find your voice in whatever you're doing? Or do you think that's something that is continuing to evolve? I would definitely say it's continuing to evolve. I, I believe that pretty much in everything that you do, like I said before, you need God in it. If there's something that you've got nailed down, then there's no purpose for Jesus, you know? And as far as like finding my voice, like, I don't even know how to answer that really. Like it's, it's really just letting God take over in everything that I do. And I, I know it's, that seems like the easy answer, but it is just so true. Cause like a lot of times I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and so I like need the Holy spirit to like, tell me like, is this right? You know? And, and that's with everything, like whether I'm preaching, whether I'm leading worship, whether I am leading a consultation for a wedding, you know, this is so funny. If one of my brides listens, I promise I I do my research, (laughs) but, um, there was a meeting I had and they were asking me, what is this average? What is that average? And I was just like answering like so fast. And I was confident in my answers. They were all right. And my husband, like when I hung up, he was like, how'd you know all that? I was like, honestly, literally, I don't know. And I like check my answers. I'm like, Oh God, if I gave these people like the wrong information, no somehow I nailed it. It's the Holy Spirit all the way. And so literally I find my voice through the Holy Spirit because that's good. I don't know what I'm talking about sometimes, you know, I just do the best I can. Like I always laugh at that TikTok. Uh, what is it? Uh, what do you do for a living? And it's like, I do the best I can, Tom. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) That is a straight mood. Like that. I need that on my wall, honestly. (laughs) Because it's so true, (laughs) but you really do everything with like such peace though. So like, I can definitely confirm, you know, when you do have the Holy spirit living inside you, you can walk through the most uncomfortable or just doubtful situations with such a grace and peace. Like it it is, it's true. And so speaking about a little bit of your business, what are some unique things that you offer in your wedding planning business for anybody who's listening yeah. and wants to get connected with you? Cause you said you were pivoting and that's super cool. Yes. So I am a designer, so I do design weddings as well as style them. So what that means is you can hire me, you can send me all your Pinterest boards, and then I make it better than your Pinterest boards, you know, which is so fun to me. It's a fun process. I work with you for approximately a year, sometimes a little less. And so that would be like the main thing that I do. Um, There's an option where you design your wedding and we come and style it. Like we basically come in like little fairies and everything you give us, we make it however beautiful it can be. And then we'll also be doing like day of coordinating too, which is like a week long package. So basically we work together for a week. You transfer everything over to me day of the wedding. We just make all the dreams come true. And then we probably never see each other again. No, <laughs> um, no. but we will offer that as well. Cause people are like, Oh my gosh, day of coordinating, but I need you. Like when they hear that I'm pivoting, you know? So well, that's awesome. That. So yeah, yeah, so it's, it's really fun. all the 20, 
2023 brides or beyond hit her up because all her stuff looks so good so where can people find you instagram web do you have a website yeah i have a website instagram and pinterest um and the it's all agape gold events um so you'll be able to find me on there and yeah it should be pretty easy to find Awesome. Yeah. I will link all of her handles in the show notes. So you guys can just scroll down wherever you're listening on and check it out. And you can just get the direct links to Gianna, but this was such like a anointing conversation and I loved this so much. And so just kind of some takeaways when it comes to just putting your faith at the forefront of whatever you're doing, whether it's a business or your job or leading your family, whatever it might do might be, it is a firm foundation to really just sit and lead your life in. And then also being bold and courageous and not taking no for an answer. But like I said, knowing what your firm foundations are, um, ultimately help you be the girl who can to then lead your life with wild ambition as Gianna puts it. And also following a calling is something, sometimes something that is very uncomfortable and listen to those people around you. Like what are people telling you that your gifts are, or what do you feel in your gut? Like what have you, maybe you're sitting in a job right now and you feel like you've been wanting to do something for years, listen to that and then put your faith um, where it can lead you and just continue to get inspiration from people around you, your family. For me, I like to go on walks preferably alone or like go to dinner alone people might think that's super boring or go on vacation I'll add that to the list that's so (laughs) cool I love that (laughs) I it's a yeah I just take myself out on like a little date um just being alone for some reason just gets me in a creative mood that's so good but thank you so much and it was a pleasure talking to you and everybody I will catch you next week bye guys bye